We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 54, Amazon Affiliates Business Model and I'll be talking to you about some tips on keeping your employees motivated. Okay, thanks, Emily. So, yeah, I'm talking about Amazon Affiliates business model, which is um, the next in my series about describing different business models. So uh, a lot of the time people refer to this as Amazon Affiliates, but actually Amazon like to call it Amazon Associates, and that's their brand name for it. The main thing is it's one of the biggest affiliate programs out there. So it's a traditional affiliate business model where you're basically placing links on your site to promote Amazon's products on their website. So if you want to do it, Amazon Associates, you need to set up an affiliate account uh, via the Amazon Associates website. This will basically give you access to their dashboard. And then much like most other affiliate programs, you can see things like your earnings and update Um, items like your tax data or your payment settings, etc. So once you're in there, you can also generate unique links for products, um, all from the Amazon catalog. So um, they have a feature called Site Stripe, which is basically a tool that sits at the top of your browser. Uh, And when you're on any Amazon.com product page, you can click a link which will provide you with your own unique link for that particular product. So these could be text links, image links, or combined text and image links. So then you can use these within your own website. So for example, if you're reviewing articles where you may be comparing a couple of products against each other, um, and then you link to Amazon with that unique code for people to go and purchase the product. Um, So it also might be that on your site you have a shop or a product page of recommended products and the same thing applies. You have your own links put into those product images or the uh, text that relate to those products. So each category on Amazon.com has a different commission rate and that's one of the interesting things uh, compared to a lot of other affiliate programs. Most affiliate programs have a set commission rate, and that might be 10 or 15% or a a certain uh, monetary value, whereas Amazon split it up. So they might have, for example, a commission rate for their house category. They might have a commission rate for their technology category and so on. So it pays to have a look at products that you're promoting fall under and see what the commission rate is uh, for that. Um, And I guess one of the main things with Amazon Associates is that their percentages or their commission rates are a lot lower than most other uh, affiliate programs. The Amazon ones sit around 3 to 4%. Some are a little bit higher, um, depending on the niche, but also you know, when you're comparing that to other affiliates who are doing 10 or 15%, then it's it's quite a um, quite a difference. So basically Amazon dropped their payouts just over a year ago. And they, they did basically, I think by doing this, they actually made their program slightly less desirable as a model to follow, but it's still very popular and, and people still do use it. I think one of the main reasons for that is that the public, you know, they trust 
and they use Amazon a lot. So for that trust, basically the payoff is lower commissions for you. You know, you you get a lot more traffic that's trust Amazon going to the website. So they, I guess they believe that, you know, you're going to convert that traffic a lot better by using their platform. So they feel they can give you a lower commission rate. Uh, one of the good things is that if you refer a user via your own link, uh, you know, to Amazon.com, you don't only get commissions on the product that you've referred them to the website on, but also any other product that they put in their cart. So you might have, for example, sent them to a uh, to a product on Amazon.com for a, a garden sprayer, you know, for 50 bucks or something. And if they then staying on Amazon, you know, on the catalog and they go and buy a home stereo for $5,000, you know, you're going to get commission based on both of those products, not only the home sprayer that you sent them to Amazon.com originally. So that is one of the real benefits of their program is that they will provide you with commissions based on all the products the person's buying. So one thing to be aware of is that Amazon now require you to make three sales within the first 90 days or they'll cancel your Amazon Associates account. So you, you need to bear that in mind. If you're just setting up a website, it pays not to set up your Amazon account too early in the piece because you need to get those sales. And if you don't, you know, Amazon just cancel it by default. So um, it's easy enough to reset, go back in and reset up a new account, but it's just it's just a bit of a pain to have to do that. So bear that in mind. They also require you to clearly disclose on your website that you're an Amazon affiliate. So you need to say that somewhere where it's obvious to customers that are going to your site that you are actually receiving commissions by referring those customers to amazon.com. You can set up multiple affiliate accounts under the one Amazon account. So what you should do is set up your Amazon Associates account and then you can generate different tags for each websites that you have. So that's, that's important if you've got multiple websites and you want to promote Amazon's products on all of those websites. You don't need an individual Amazon account for each website. You just have one account and then you can generate individual tags which uh, associate to your websites. So overall, Amazon Associates is a good model and it's really well supported, trusted and widely used. And, you know, it's easy to set up, but you also need to be aware that you're basically under Amazon's rules and you need to follow them. You know, they're a massive company. So if you use their Associates program, you want to make sure that you stay compliant because getting banned can be really hard to get, you know, reversed and, and get back online. Um, and that's particularly important if you've got a, a large revenue generating website that relies on Amazon Associates for the main revenue generation. Uh, you want to make sure that you are being and doing everything crystal clear and squeaky clean because you don't want to get banned because revenue can get turned off overnight without, without um, much recourse. Um, so a few things to bear in mind there. Your best bet is to go and have a look on Amazon Associates, Google search them and read a, a bit about it and see if it's a, a business model that's going to suit your website. Emily. Thanks, Blair. Yeah, so in the last episode, I talked about some ways of keeping yourself motivated. But some of you might have employees out there and it's really important to share that motivation and keeping your employees motivated as, as much as yourself as well and making sure that they're enticed in the business um, to stay with you for possibly a long haul. 
So ways to keep them motivated then? Well, make the business a pleasant place to be. If you're all in the same office or in a sharing some sort of space, then making it a nice place to be. If you're around in a dingy, sort of boring space for hours on end, it reflects on your motivation and team. So having something that's aesthetically pleasing, well lit, so nice lighting, making sure it's functional and a fun space to be. Because say you're all sharing that day, you might be doing long hours together and just making sure there's some nice areas to um, have some nice breaks and relax in between the work. Um, maybe even some interesting uh, furniture or featuring some local artist work, things like that, that can really make the space a lot more inviting. Uh, also be respectful, be honest and supportive. Nobody likes to work for someone that they don't like. You will always get better results when you treat your team right. If you treat them right, they'll treat you right. Maybe offering rewards is also a good incentive for employees and giving them room to grow within in the business. You know, as you're expanding, give them other people roles within that. Um, share any positive feedback with them. And be quite transparent about your business. Employees will be much more invested if they know what's going on and have a role within that. Food's a good one. Food is always an enticing thing to have in, in the workplace. Uh, having some nice snacks, nice things on offer for when you have break. Uh, even just some, you know, tea, coffee, biscuit. Uh, the little things like that can really um, make that workplace a much better place to be. And finally, recognising their achievements. Anything good they do, Give them lots and lots of praise. Even having sort of monthly awards or some sort of incentive like that will really help keep your team motivated and on board with you. Yeah, I think they're really good points. And, you know, I think with any of your employees, communication is the key thing. You know, making sure that you communicate well and communicate your, you know, particularly around the work side of things, you know, communicate what you need done and, and how you want it done and what the end result should be. Because then it's really clear to the employee and they're not going to, you know, you're not going to end up in a situation where the result is different from what you wanted because it wasn't communicated in the in the first place. Mm. Um, so, so scheduling group meetings. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, those yeah. feedback opportunities is really mm. good. And, and yeah, that whole communication thing is quite complex in terms of, you know, it, it happens all the time and, and you need to stay on it. And it is a big changeover when you have one or two employees from just working by yourself because you need to then sort of almost gravitate from being the person that's doing all the work to the person that's managing the other people's work as well. So it's quite a swap over, um, quite a mindset change as well. Yeah, and being able to delegate because that's yeah. really important. It's, it's hard to delegate to start with, mm. but your employees will work better for you if you actually trust them to do some of these jobs yeah. for you. Yeah. Yep. And that's all good. That's all we've got time for in episode 54. We'll see you in the next one. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step -step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.